beginning we say, don't flush the toilet. Welcome to the Crappy Awesome Podcast. It's your host, Kill C. Ray. Hip Hop Eddie. Hip Hop Eddie is here, not in the casa. Not in the casa. But I'm, you said it already, so it technically you kind of said it. I'm trying to, I can't reverse my racism. Nah. All right, well, in the casa. <laughs> so I try to say it back, whack, yeah. that way it doesn't count as much. In the casa. In the casa, yeah. Is Hip Hop Eddie. Yo, man, thank you guys so much for tuning in. We do this for y'all. We really love bringing these conversations and insight from some of our favorite artists and friends. Hopefully, you guys are getting a lot out of it. If you are, make sure that you pay us back in the only way you really can. Go rate us on any of your podcast apps or platforms. And uh, easiest one, if you're on Apple, if on, a, on an Apple device, just go to iTunes, search Crappy Awesome. Give us that five star. Because you, you don't even know what four means. Let's yeah. be honest. What is three? Like, what does that even mean? Like, just give it five. Don't think about it. Just do it. Just do it. It'll make you happy. We'll feel the love. Drop us a comment. And make sure you go over to platformcollection.com. Check out all the podcasts we have there. We're part of a huge network. It's cracking off. There's so many artists there. With their podcast and uh, they all have something different and they're all really dope we really curate and think about the shows we bring into the network and i think we've we've collected a really good group of podcasts a great group quite frankly because they're yeah. putting out high quality content and giving you interviews with artists in ways that i don't think anybody would think is possible these are like really i can tell you this for crappy awesome the places we go to do podcasts have been crazy over yes. the years, right? We've done them everywhere. And there is something about going to a studio and just going in there, plugging in and recording. But then there's a whole other type of aspect that comes out to a show when you're in the surroundings that the person lives in. Mm -hmm. And we've tended to like like that more now. Like we tend to really like going to the these people's creative places or their homes or their studios because you there's a story being told through the podcast right but we're also picking up a story of the surroundings and sometimes it adds to the conversation i can tell you this one for sure was one of those moments where we got to go we got it we just here it is you don't interview meganoki you just ride her wave. Yes, you just you just hold on. Her train stopped there. You better be right there. Yeah, and ride <laughs> her wave. She flew in, uh, I, I want to say four, well, 14, 15 hour, yeah. double digit hours from Korea. Yeah, it was yes. from Korea into L.A. Her original plan was, because I've literally, until this day, Eddie and I had never met Meganoki mm -hmm. face to face. The last time she was on the show, it was over a phone call. And I was just a fan of what she was doing. And uh, since then, we've built a relationship. She definitely checks in with us all the time, and we do the same. She sends music over. She's a really, really dope person. Yeah, definitely. You know, uh, I can definitely say one of my favorite people right now. You know, mm -hmm. definitely. She's uh, uh, a newer friend, but 
she's definitely one of those people who is a shining light, right? Yeah. What this was the first time you even got to talk to her. Yeah, even for me, like when you're talking about that, when when you're like, oh, there she is, right there. We we met at a Starbucks. Yeah. And oh, there she is. So I went over there and I'm like, hey, what's up, Eddie? And she turned around and was like, I stuck my hand to shake it, and she actually went around and hugged me, and I'm like, oh my goodness, did did I? Because I've had you know tendency that I forget sometimes faces. <laughs> and you're like, and did, I, I, meet like her before? did I meet her before? And when you said no, nah, she then just I'm gives like, love. She, yeah, that's that's the yeah. It was love. She just has love for everybody. Yeah. And, so she flew yeah. in. She had a show in L.A. Uh, like a, the day after we did the interview, I believe, or maybe two days after. She was in L.A. for the week for for the end of her tour. She had just done this crazy tour that she put together herself. And basically traveled around the world quite literally mm-hmm. from from snowstorms and Scandinavia or something. I don't yeah, know. She, 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 she will let you know. You'll she, hear it. She talks about it. And it, it was amazing. Um, did you think she was going to be that tall? No, man. I did. Oh, yeah. I know you did. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, everything sometimes is a shock to me. <laughs> <laughs> I show up and I'm like, oh, hey, what's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's a model esque, right? Yeah. Like she's she she could definitely be a model, and uh, yeah. she um, the cool thing about her is that even in the interview, Meg's not she's definitely not like someone who's afraid to be vulnerable, you know. Um, and I don't know, I don't even know if she's that aware of it. Maybe you guys can tell or judge as you listen to the podcast, but. She's just very genuine. So if mm-hmm, yeah. those genuine parts of her take her into places that are a little darker or sadder or, or happier or excited, she just goes with it. It's like I said, you just kind of ride the wave that is Meganoki. It was super awesome to finally meet her face to face. We interviewed her in a hostel. Yeah. She, she came through. She I know. was in a hostel, a really dope hostel. I want to stay there now. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so you'll hear some conversations in the back. Don't mind them. They were just excited that Crappy Awesome was in the house. Yes. We had to have security take us out because there's too many people asking mm-hmm. for, for just to touch Eddie. Yeah. Like, they just wanted to touch him. But it was, it was, it was, it was really dope. We sat on the sofa in their, like, den, I guess, and we interviewed. So picture this really old uh, wooden house with wooden floors. It it reminded me of my college days in a fraternity house, just much cleaner. And uh, we sat on the sofa, (laughs) and we we had this really amazing conversation. This is Meganoki. I call her hip-hop's weird cousin. And uh, I say that in the most loving ways because she's such an original spirit. So check her out and we'll catch you after this conversation. This is Meganoki. Ride that wave. I want to hold you Like I'm gonna take you, take it all away I want you to feed me Like it be the last thing I'll ever eat Standing here calling out your 
back from just got off the plane a couple hours ago um coming from korea and it's more quiet here <laughs> it's more, <laughs> um, more or less more or less <laughs> do welcome back man thank you i mean the last time it was over the phone mm -hmm. it was a good i thought we gave some good pod right definitely yeah it was a it was a good show distance is an illusion yeah right <laughs> Uh, okay, Time so, too, because like I left Korea at nine a.m. on Thursday, yeah, and I got here at nine a.m. on Thursday, traveling oh. sixteen hours. How so is you that went even back in time? Like you did a loop. Yeah. Whoa, whoa! You're from the past, yes, and the future, kind I'm, of. I'm actually from the future. Yeah, that's weird. So, if you would like any lottery numbers, well, welcome or... back. <laughs> How was it? How do we do? <laughs> Well, the podcast that we just finished is yeah. actually really awesome. Really? Oh, okay, cool. So we don't have anything to worry about. <laughs> no. We can just phone this in. <laughs> so you're from Texas? Austin, Texas. Austin, Texas. Mm -hmm. Did you grow up there? Did I ask you? Well, let's refresh anyways. Did you grow up there? No, I've been there 15 years. Mm -hmm. I'm from Utah originally. Utah. Mm -hmm. Were you Mormon? My family's Mormon. Yeah. yeah. I haven't been for 25 years. 25 years. Yeah. What, what, why'd you decide to not Mormon anymore? <laughs> Just, um, my logic kicked in. Ah, the old logic. <laughs> That's, it always it ruins uh, everything. <laughs> <laughs> it just didn't quite uh, jive with me. Yeah. What so. do you, what do you consider yourself now? Like, do you consider yourself, is there any religious affiliation or like spiritual? I mean, that's such a broad term, though, right? People say that all the yeah, time. Yeah, I consider myself a naturalist. Mm -hmm. Which means what? To me, I don't. I don't know if there's a, a technical a technical definition oh, for that. Oh, did you make this up? Is yeah. this your cult? Yeah, this is my okay. own, the cult of Meganoki. No, but um, you know, like natural laws, things that are natural, make sense to me. More. Now, is natural like science? Like science? Um, is that the same thing? I don't know, because I don't always agree with science mm. either. <laughs> <laughs> We're going deep on this one. <laughs> that, so that we're somewhere in that thinking. gray area. <laughs> <laughs> but there's things, um, you know, if, if something naturally makes sense as opposed to it being like... Yeah. Give me an example. In your everyday life, how does that manifest? Well, like something really simple, okay. like kindness. Yes, makes right? sense. That makes sense. It's logical. It's logical. Right. It's if, illogical to be unkind. Well, because right? there's a natural effect mm -hmm. that happens, mm -hmm. whether you're kind or unkind. So far, I'm with you. Yeah, so as opposed to it being like a rule or something, it's like a logical, like, well, that makes sense. If, yeah. I, if I choose this behavior or 
certain um, style, then there's going to be natural laws that follow. So does does that? Because your your sound right is a like you have a really original sound. You you always have like from way back. Um, but you like you like there's definitely you know that there's like elements of hip hop. There's mm-hmm. elements of jazz there's mm-hmm. elements you know i mean there's so many elements in that how is that i loved your last review yeah um by the way i really like your words meant so much to me oh thank you yeah one of the things you said were i'm like the cousin of hip-hop yeah <laughs> because you can see if you if you love hip-hop if you're a student of hip-hop you can see the natural connection like mm-hmm. it's very obvious mm-hmm. you know what i mean and honestly hip-hop culture hip-hop community has been like above and beyond the most supportive yeah. embracing um of me and my music is there um, have you have you been doing this long enough to find a community that is like is almost like like if you were a genre mm-hmm. have you found a place like where do people tend to place you because i see trip hop a lot yeah which it's it's i don't think it does it too much justice really yeah because i agree like trip-hop isn't it's not like i tried to make trip-hop right but it's been the easiest to categorize it in that way because everybody wants to be able to be like what is that sure what are you doing and if i say trip-hop it's the most easily identifiable yeah okay it's in that direction even though like like you just said it's not exactly yeah trip-hop yeah i mean it's definitely like a genre unto its own but I would imagine, especially touring and, you know, just working the circuit, like mm-hmm. you tend to find artists that maybe you, you'll you be grouped with more often or if they're reviewing records, yours is thrown in with these other records. Like, ha- yeah. who, like who, who do you know who's kind of like fallen into that category? Do you know anybody yet? Into trip hop? Yeah. Well, I mean, into, is, is, so are you... Mostly thrown into trip hop, mostly. Well, I definitely use that. Yeah, yeah. If people ask what kind of music is yeah, it, I say it's trip hop. Easily digestible. Right. Right. Um, but are there other? I mean, it is. It's tricky, like trying to find other people to tour with yeah. or to book shows. Like, mm-hmm. okay. And that's where I'm going with it. I'm um, trying to figure out, like. For the most part, I usually just have been doing hip hop shows. Yeah. And um, and it's well received. Yeah. And I, I feel like a lot of the time the audience is really stoked that I'm there because it is different. Mm-hmm. Even though it's not exactly classic hip hop. Yeah. They're really glad that I'm bringing in that different element. Yeah. A good friend of ours, uh, Zay, um, she's an artist out of uh, Boyle Heights. And she caught you at a Sunny Days and Vibes show, I think, mm-hmm. like a while back. Yeah, she that's the one Bonnie amazing. Blue and I were. Oh, yeah, 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 that would make together. sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, and I I mean, I agree, too. I feel like the hip-hop audience, it's it's like... Um, shout out to Zay, she's wonderful. Yeah, shout out to Zay. Yeah. Um, and I, I feel like, it, especially for her, like, because she's kind of out of the box as well, you know, she's sings way more um than raps and uh i think it's refreshing when you see something like that in the scene you know at least for me like i feel like i feel like the natural evolution of like our music is genre less right so mm-hmm. and 
And hip hop is evolving, right? And growing, right? It has to, yeah. Um, and so there's room for that, yeah. And it, it definitely is my foundation mm-hmm. because, like, my beats, you know, right. all came from hip hop, yeah. Riddler, right? Um, and so that's like where I started, even though it wasn't to make hip hop, right? <laughs> so, like, when when you started, right? Like, the first time you heard yourself, were you all in? Um, the first time I performed, you were all in. That was the magic moment where I was like, "This is right." Yeah, there's something natural. And, yeah, and right, it just there was no resistance in me you yeah know? and but the getting there I, I worked on music for a couple of years before I actually performed because yeah. I didn't really have ambitions to be a performer yeah and so I didn't even know until that first time wow. on stage that I would that it would even feel that way hmm. I actually make a joke all the time like I could actually be the best brain surgeon in the world <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah yeah but I will never know because I probably won't ever take the steps to become a brain right, surgeon right, right, right. <laughs> but there's things like that you know like how do we really know what we might actually be like super amazing at until yeah. until we try it I mean it, I feel like though like you found you obviously found some answers there, right? Mm-hmm. Like on stage, perform. I mean, because um, like our good friend Bonnie, um, like she's definitely, like they call her Vagabond Bond, you know, like, and like the tour you just did, like I could see her, she'd be like, hell yeah, that's an awesome thing, right? Yeah. Um, but there is a reality to the day to day, like today you're, you know, you just flew in, mm-hmm. you know, like it's after a long tour and a what 14 hour flight. Right. Yeah. And then you're straight here and then you get ready and then you do this. Yeah. Thank you, by the way. <laughs> Thank you. Um, and then for whatever reason, you go home, you regroup and then you're right back at it. What it, what is that thing? Like what? What is that thing that makes you go like I'm gonna book a whole tour, <laughs> like, and I'm gonna leave the country and I'm gonna figure it out, like. Yeah. Well, there's definitely. It's because it's been like an exploration. Like it wasn't like I had this goal of like I'm gonna become this, mm-hmm. but it became that. Yeah. So as I've gone about it and continued to get a lot of support and love, then I've continue to go okay well if i can go that far what if i can take it this far <laughs> yeah. and what if i can take it this far and so that's kind of have you always pushed the boundaries i'm definitely um a very driven um boundary pusher yeah 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 <laughs> because so like before i was doing music and kind of like what you were you were going in this direction mm-hmm. with the conversation um i studied dance yeah um lots of different different forms um and was very obsessive about it in the same way that i am about music and um and i wrote a lot did a lot of free verse writing and and um had done work in front of the camera and stuff so when i started doing music i actually had this whole foundation that i'd been working on for most of my life yeah that i had access to so once i applied music to that and kind of brought it all together it just like flourished. What what was the plan prior to you 
falling into this role? I mean, where were you like mentally? Like, where were you like, how did you envision yourself? Because I'm sure this wasn't what you envisioned at that very moment, right? Right. No, I considered myself a dancer. Mm, Okay. I was actually dancing a lot of Argentine tango. Oh, wow. Before I started music. Um, And, you know. Where where does, okay, so where does... (laughs) Where does like an Argentine tango dancer like? How does that top out? Like, how does that like? You know what I mean? Like, where does that? Because I don't know the dance world. Well, so, like, you can. What would you do with it? You can travel the world. Yeah. There's in every major city. There's people dancing tango yeah. and perform and teach and um, it's really fun. Yeah. It's, it's a really fun, beautiful dance. Yeah. Um, and would it be like in a teaching? Like, most likely, that's the career path, I guess, if you could call it. Yeah. 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 Into teaching, yeah. I wasn't really trying to necessarily do that. I just loved it. Yeah. Um, just the art. So what were you What were you thinking as, like, my living? I was kind of just a mom. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and happy with that, you know? Yeah. And, I mean, like I said, I, I'd been doing different art forms. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't really like, oh, I'm going to be like on stage performer yeah. type person. I had zero ambitions to do that. So wow. it wasn't until that first performance that I got that feeling. That so I, I got to think that the people around you, right, like had to have some sort of response to like, oh, she, you're doing what? <laughs> right? Like, because you were not anywhere near that world really right yeah um yes and no mm-hmm. you know because in one way it just makes sense yeah it's natural yes and then in another way it's it i think it has been like okay like that okay <laughs> okay 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 let me ask you this who from your if you could pick someone from your family right extended and whatnot mm-hmm. that got it like right away, they were like, "Oh, we, I get it. Do that." Hmm, that's a good question. Um, because my family definitely supports me, but I wouldn't say they're my biggest sure. support system sure. when it comes to music. Um, I don't know. I would. I think is. Do they support you in that weird family way of like they really want you to be happy? Yeah. Just don't do the things that make you happy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think. You know, again, I think it's just because I've always kind of been artistically yeah. inclined, and so it wasn't like a, a, a shock. Yeah. Um, but it definitely was new. And I mean, now they have to think like, oh, she's doing this right, mm-hmm. like. It didn't just come and go. <laughs> Definitely. Right? Yeah. How many projects have you put out? Oh, I think like, I don't know. I need to count actually. Maybe 10. Wow. 10. Yeah. Wow. EPs or albums. Yeah. Um, and there's a few singles out there with collabs with other artists. And a bunch of videos. A bunch of videos. Yeah. Wow. Um, and various art, really. Right? Photos. Like, yeah, you're doing a bunch of stuff. Yeah, trying to access yeah. all, all the different elements that, that you can utilize through music. So what what has been... Okay, let me ask you this. What has been first 
the biggest letdown of being an independent artist? Maybe mm. something you did not expect. That is a really good question mm -hmm. because especially on this tour. So I just, I'm in LA. This is my last city mm -hmm. of the tour. It was Four Corners tour. Yeah. All the way around the world. So I started in Austin, New York City, Iceland, UK, Oslo, Berlin, Paris, Italy, wow. Korea, and then to here. Um, and did it all myself. Yeah. And so... Wait, don't glaze over that. Because <laughs> I need to know... Okay, wait, first, are you like, are you super organized? I'm just very persistent. I'm, I'm pretty organized. I write, I make a lot of lists. Okay, so you make I, a lot of lists. I write things down. And and so those places that you chose, were they chosen at random or like what was? Yeah, because I get to make the decisions. Yeah. I picked where I wanted to go. <laughs> so you literally just said, I want to go there, 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 and there. And yeah. then... And then what? Take us forward. There's the concept, right? Here's yep. the thing. I got this. I'm doing this tour. I'm out of here. Mm -hmm. And um, I. so your question mm -hmm. was what's been the most disappointing yeah. thing. And I mean, you know, we, we hear like, oh, music business is rough. Mm -hmm. Like a lot of shady people. Sure. Business is, you know, I mean... You, you don't hear good things about right. the business end of it. Right. And I think as an artist, you know that. But, like, at least for me, and I'm a little bit optimistic and naive in the mm -hmm. fact that I'd be like, well, I know it's like that, but I can handle it. Yeah. You yeah. know? Yeah. <laughs> I can, like, overcome whatever that dark force is. Yeah. That's the music business. And definitely pushing the boundaries put me more into those waters of yeah. dealing with people that um aren't so great right you know and it definitely in in like sometimes powerful positions powerful positions or influential positions gatekeeping positions right right um so i experienced a lot of people promising me things that mm. they didn't follow through with sure which was really disappointing sure <laughs> especially because it's just me so you know if they don't follow through i don't have a network of people to right. be like, well, that person's not going to do it. Let's call all your people and figure yeah. it out. I'm just out of luck, you know? Yeah. So I experienced a lot of that actually of whether it was booking or so part of what I wanted to do with this tour <clears throat> marketing wise, mm -hmm. business wise was setting up uh, fashion designers and right. photographer and a show in, in, each a, in each city. Right. So the working with cross marketing, mm -hmm. fashion and film and um, and music, and so I did. I set those things up, and um, and a lot of people didn't follow through. Sure. And so you know this idea that I had wasn't a hundred didn't a hundred percent come to fruition no, in the right, way yeah. that I intended and worked for, and that's really hard, you know, to be like in a foreign country having already invested. All yeah. that time and money and energy, and then it not happened. What was um, the worst experience in what city, and what was the best? Worst, oh, worst, worst for, for me is like it just not happening. Mm -hmm. Like, I actually was supposed to go to Tokyo, yeah, 
And that just didn't happen because the person that was supposed to book me the show didn't. Yeah. The photographer fell through at the last minute, you know, and and so I ended up skipping it just financially. Yeah. It didn't make sense just to go. Um, And that was really disappointing because that was like one of the places that I really wanted to get my music to. Yeah. Um, I actually met other people along the way who have connections in Tokyo. So if I wanted to go back now. I would be able to do more, um, but I didn't meet them until I was like on the tour. I mean, it seems like from my experience, from talking to other people, that what you just described right there at the end is kind of how it works, right? Yeah. You go out, it's not exactly what you think, but you stack some more connections. Right. Go out again, stack some more connections until you minimize, because you don't ever get rid of, right? You just you start to learn how to minimize the speed bumps, right? Right. Yeah. So I want to get back to this this booking this tour because this is amazing to me. But one that I don't know what's more amazing to me, right? Like the fact that you conceived this idea, moved forward, and and then jumped off the cliff and said, "Let's go." Like, I'm ready, yeah. right? Um, or that you had the idea at all, right? Because both are amazing to me. Like, it's, you have to, you one, you have to get past a part of yourself, right, that, that isn't afraid to go into the unknown, right? And that's a huge one. And people deal with it every day, all day. It's the biggest thing affecting, like, the human condition, right? Mm-hmm. So what for you, because when you grew, like, when you were growing up, were you already that go-getter, or did something happen? Like, did something happen for um, for that to, like, manifest in your life? The desire? Yeah, like, because it's not... Look, this is why I think you and Bonnie would get along so well. Because um, she does the same things. Like, there's a lot of these same things where you'll think about it... Like, I'll think about it in retrospect and be like, wow, she just totally, like, took a leap of faith Mm -hmm. on this thing. And sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't, you know? Um but it's it's almost as if like the chase part is like the most exhilarating part like cuz you are obviously you obviously enjoy the chase of the goal like you almost maybe more so than getting the actual goal i don't know mm, but you, i like getting the goal <laughs> yeah but you definitely love the chase right like i like the creative process yeah uh, i like that in this world you can have the spark of an idea yeah and manifest it yeah and really i think that's one of the beautiful things about this planet is that we we literally can create anything right you know anything that we can conceive of yeah. is possible and it's just a matter of steps whether it's super difficult or easy yeah that's just more or less steps you yeah know? so um and i that's definitely like in my core of beliefs you know of like okay have you found many people to relate to in that in that thinking in that mindset 
there's definitely people out there. Yeah. Many, I don't mm-hmm. know, because I think a lot of people do come up against the fear or limitations right. more so and just go, oh, I can't do that. I don't have a way. Right, 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 right. Yeah. I would think that that's probably the more normal human condition. That, Because um, um, wouldn't that explain, that explain the majority of people, really, right? Because... Eddie and I were talking about this um, on the way up, actually, about what the concept of, like, a mental slavery is, right? And how there's a biological side to that and there's a psychological and sociological side to that, right? But the reality is the concept of it was to keep you close to the tribe. It was to not leave, don't leave here. Mm. It was just a survival thing, right? Mm-hmm. So when somebody does the opposite of that, there's there's a biological shift that is happening as well because you're ignoring that fight or flight thing, yeah. right? And pushing forward. And then there's people like yourself who start to live in that area. Like they they thrive in that area. Right, but wow. it, it's still. But but we began the show talking about natural, mm-hmm. right? And that seems right within this system, right? The system that we live in, the day to day necessities, right? Like you still had to book a flight, you still have to deal with promoters, you still have to deal with the business side. Mm-hmm. It is it unnatural because we have this debate all the time, right? Like yeah. it's very. Sitting in a circle of artists, it's very easy to pat ourselves on the back and go, like, yeah, we don't think like everybody else, as if that's the answer, right? Yeah. And for me, like, the I don't care. I've already chosen. Like, I've chosen art. Mm-hmm. So I'm just, I don't know anything different. But the reality is I'm not completely in a place where I've decided like that's like, we're not the, the broken part of society. Right. <laughs> yeah. Cause it very well could be, it very well could be because. Cause it's not natural to the tribe. Right. Cause it's not natural to the tribe, yeah. right. Leaving the circle of safety is something that has been with us since the beginning of time. Right. And I mean, even doing something mm-hmm. new and, like that like I definitely experienced a lot of fear yeah and doubt you know and like what what am I doing you know yeah. like on the edge of Iceland like in a blizzard yeah 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 <laughs> in the end of April by myself yeah. you know driving across that island to go do a little show in this town you know like I was definitely having these moments like <laughs> what am I doing? <laughs> you know. So even though I make these decisions and get these inspirations, I still experience a lot of the like. Is it lonely? Yeah. So is it? Have you? You've definitely chosen, right? Like, this art is your relationship, like in a lot of ways, right? Because it's. I mean, let's just be fair, right? Somebody who would be like, "Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna date you," and what does that look like? Well, you know, for a few weeks, I might be over in these different countries, and you might not see me, and you know, or you could come, but believe we're li- living on my schedule because right. I'm doing these things. Like, 
how do you how do you balance that or do you even care at this point are you like eh whatever like where are you at with that because you're human like you said you get lonely like yeah. what the hell um i i struggle with it because yeah, yeah for sure I, you know there's a big part of me that would love to have a partner mm -hmm. and someone who's has my back and yeah you know like i could drive through the blizzard and be like right. oh my god we're in a blizzard yeah. and then we both just laugh about it or whatever right. you know make it our experience not just yours right right but I honestly haven't found anybody who's willing to take those steps with me, Yeah, you know, or willing to be like, okay, you're gone for a couple of weeks. I'll FaceTime you and see you when you get back. Yeah. Love you. You know, like, yeah, I just honestly haven't met anyone who was like down for it. Are you okay? But are you, am I, is Megan Noki, <laughs> are you out there like that? Are you like, yo, I mean, cause how would a guy, I mean, how do they meet you? <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, how does that even happen? Well, and to be real, yeah, I'm not super open, yeah, to be like just let anybody in, right? Because that you know, because you know the repercussions. Right. It's going to come with some repercussions. Exactly, it's going to shift your existence a little bit, a lot, right? And I mean, I'd say you'd probably be the person shifting the existence in the other person mostly because. Again, you're not at a place where you're like, okay, I'll walk away from this. I'm out. This, you know, you're, I feel like you're seeing this through. Like, you're like, I need this. I need to see this through. I'm definitely not willing to sacrifice my art for a relationship. Yeah. That's like not even an yeah. option. So that's the other thing is like, can someone be in a relationship with me and my art, you know? I've been trying to figure it out for five years of a podcast. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. No one seems to have that answer. Even I've tried dating other artists because mm -hmm. I thought, oh, well, this person. I mean, that's will even understand. crazier. It's sometimes. even crazier. Yeah, it's not easier. It's hard to okay. Like one, it's hard to have, like, for lack of better description, two alpha personalities right. within a relationship. Period. Right. So that's just hard for normal people who have nine to five jobs. That's hard for them. So imagine where you're in a business where part of that business is to place yourself at the center of attention. Like that's part of the process. That's part of the craft. Yes. And then learning to live in that area, right? Mm -hmm. To become that thing. And then someone that you're dating is doing the same thing. Like how does that even work? You know? And I mean, when I, in my imagination, yes, you would be able to support each other yeah, and be, you know, like, what does it king, look the like? The king and queen what does together, it like? you know? Nothing.
It's very and, and by by no means am I. I I am definitely a romantic. I think that it exists somewhere. I just think the odds are low because <laughs> I'm also a very logical person. <laughs> right. And at this like so far from what I've seen, like my artist friends who are finding success and being in a healthy relationship for whatever you know whatever that means, yeah. um, they definitely dominate the relationship. The other person is definitely on on a ride. And that's because it seems like, like again, it's such a tremendous task, right? Mm -hmm. Eddie and I say this all the time. Like, you have to remember what you're asking for. Like, what you're asking for is to be the 1% of the world who gets to do what, these things that you do. Mm -hmm. And you're already doing them. So you've already tasted it. Mm -hmm. There's no way you're giving that up. Like the odds of you, even if that even happening are so rare. Right. Right. So how could you get, how could you fall in? Well, you could definitely fall in love, but how could you get in a relationship and think that it could possibly work if both people are looking at the world from those same classes, you know? Right. Well, because I say like, oh, I don't find anyone who's down for it. But right. The, but the part that I'm responsible for is like, I'm really selfish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm not willing to, because, you know, to whether it's the business side of it or mm -hmm. the creative side of it, it takes a lot of time. A lot of time. So to give up that time and attention to another person is a huge mm. sacrifice, you know, yeah. and like, can you afford it? Right. So, and then on top of it, I'm a mom, so I have a son. Yeah. And so, any other time is dedicated to there. Him, right. and then who am I willing to bring into his life? You know, makes yeah. it that much more of a yeah. Life. Someone's gonna someone with you starts in third place, <laughs> yeah. right? And th and then they have to be okay with it. They have to be okay. Okay, with but it. here's the problem with that, right? <laughs> Most likely, someone who will be okay with that is not somebody that you'd be attracted to. <laughs> Because that's not what you probably envision as your partner. It's a pickle. Right. Jeez. <laughs> no answers from you either. Right. Just another podcast down the drain. <laughs> I have no answers. Yeah. I, yeah. It's, it's, um, it's an interesting thing. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, back to the, you know, what I said earlier, like maybe it, it's not far-fetched for me to believe like we're the issue. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because... Our natural progression, our natural things are so unnatural <laughs> to everybody else, right? True. And so, I don't know. It's fun, though. <laughs> yeah, I think it's... It's, it's worth it. It's wor I mean, it's... Oh, there's... N I, like, I told Eddie maybe two years ago, right? Like... I had reached, at least in my mind, the point of no return, right? Because it, I've this, I just know in my mind, there's no other reality for me except to, for this reality to keep expanding, mm -hmm. right? There's no, there, I won't accept anything else, yeah. right? 
But it is a desolate place many times because you spend a lot of time just in here, right, in your head. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I mean, I know for sure now, right, it's not the healthiest thing to do. It, it isn't, right? Like you do need to share energy with people. And so we get it in a very unnatural way again right. by standing on a stage under lights meeting our new friends for a momentary time and then moving yeah. on. And really the like geographical part is yeah. so big. So big. How do you It's the world. It's the world. <laughs> yeah. It's the entire world. Yeah. Cause wherever it takes you, right? Mm-hmm. Man. Yeah. I mean I, I get why even the people you who love you um would prefer, you know, you not doing whatever it is you're doing. You know what I mean? Like, I, I get that. It's, it isn't, like, I always tell people, if you have a plan B, just do that shit. Right. Because this is, this world is only for the people who are like, this is the plan. You know what I mean? Like, the plan B is, that's a luxury, you know? And it's, uh, it's, I, I firmly believe, like, regardless of what you think about somebody's art if they're living off that art there's a tremendous amount of work that goes into that Mm -hmm. there's just a tremendous i've seen too much of it now i've never had anybody ask me not to yeah but i think any anyone knows that if they even tried it it wouldn't matter anyways right yeah like that would be kind of like a deal breaker (sighs) if they even said don't do this or didn't support oh my gosh or yeah because i don't even really if someone doesn't support what I'm doing as an artist, I don't even really consider like going on a date with them. Right. <laughs> like it's right. just like, that's so weird. I dated a girl once that, uh, after like a month, she was like, yeah, I still don't know how I feel about the whole music thing. And I never saw her again. Like, Goodbye. <laughs> yeah. Because that's such a weird thing to say. Like you, you obviously didn't know me then. Like, who are you dating? You know, that's right. the way. Cause this is what I breathe. You know, Mm -hmm. but do you feel like other artists when it comes to like connecting with other artists, like, do you feel you're a good collaborator? Yes. (laughs) Was that a question? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. yes. It's less quiet in here. (laughs) Um, I hesitate because Mm -hmm. I know what I want. Yes. And so I'm not really that willing to compromise when it comes to my art. Yeah. So then when you collaborate, you know, that's like, will I compromise my style or what I want to put out there as an artist because I'm collaborating with you? And so, no. But the people that are okay with that and can accept that and work with that, we work well together. Yeah. Um, particularly, I mean, music's a different thing than like film. Yeah. Because I've had good and bad experiences with film, collaborating, you know, yeah. bringing together the two creative minds and ideas and manifesting right. something. And some people have been amazing. Um, I actually was up all night before my flight yeah um filming a music video in seoul yeah and um the guy i was working with was it was just effortless 
you know he he'd have an idea i'd have an idea we just it would just we just work together the whole time no problem yeah you know and i saw some of the footage you know the raw footage and it was beautiful you know like i know that that's going to be a really dope video (laughs) Um, but I've had other projects where it wasn't like that at all, you know. Where and was, what was it that caused the friction the most? Honestly, um, ego, masculinity. Sure, yeah. Because <laughs> I've never had that problem with a woman. I would think you'd run into that a lot. Yeah. In the business. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so you know that's that. But with music, I haven't. I've had other artists try and be like, oh, you should make it sound more like this or Mm. try and change that or something. And I'm just always like, no. (laughs) 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 Like, I made it sound that way because that's how I want it to sound. Right. You know? Yeah. And that's me. So take it or leave it. Yeah. Um, And so that's what, you know, the people that are okay with that and can embrace it and love that, we work great. We can collaborate. Yeah. But any artist that's trying to change my style yeah through collaboration I'm like, mm. yeah that's weird right <laughs> yeah like it's, why yeah go, go find someone else then you yeah <laughs> yeah that's always so weird when yeah anytime i've ever seen that play itself out there's like there is definitely like um this overwhelming need to control right mm-hmm. um when and when that when you're not able to find like a balance between two people because i don't like i like when an artist is like this is what i know i see it in my head this is what i want because i've had both right like i've had artists that i've worked with that are like this is what i see in my head and then you give them that and they're like uh that's not what i i i didn't think it would look like that right and Mm -hmm. but to me that has less to do with vision and more to do with knowledge of self right because at a certain point like i know exactly what i'm gonna look like in a video right because i've pictured it enough freaking times like i know exactly what it's how i'm going to like come across because that's my job right Mm -hmm. um so sometimes the vision is too big right for the for the person mm-hmm. for the person's skill set right. right and then there's other times where it's just it is seamless because the artist is very comfortable with themselves like mm-hmm. that's a big one mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. um and and definitely like i would think that you know that the you said male ego masculinity thing right like mm-hmm. let me ask you about that like is there when do you feel like that rears its head the most is it usually in business dealings or is it in the art? That's a good question. I've experienced it in both, um, but I think more in the art. Really? More like, yeah, and particularly in film. It's weird, right? Mm-hmm. It's like a dominating thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I need to dominate. Right. They. Yeah. It's a control thing. Yeah. Um, and I try and, you know, whenever I start working with someone, be really honest, like, hey, you know, I'm going to tell you what I think. Yeah. I'm going to be vocal. I'm going to be participating. Yeah. I, you know, this isn't just you creating and I'm like a puppet that is handing over. Right, 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 right. The control. Like, if you want to work with me, if this is a, you know, two-way street. 
And I still, even with being that clear and vocalizing it, have come up against that <laughs> once it comes down to it. How do you not, how do you, I think I asked Zay this too, like, as somebody who's been able to see it, right? Like, I've seen it play out with friends. I've seen it. I've seen a lot of female artists go through these extra, like, extra hoops in this, you know, because they truly do exist. Mm -hmm. um, how do you not, how do you not see that in, like, or, or, well, let me rephrase that. Are you, are you careful to not see that in every guy after a while? Like, are you like, good God, like, when does this, because guys do that shit. Yeah. It well, happens and a we, lot, right? Particularly, like, sexual, sexual, sexual vibes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Because there are definitely, I've come across many who think that just because I'm doing business with them, that that somehow opens the door to be sexual sure. towards me. Jeez. And that's and that happened a couple times on this tour, you know. And that yeah, was also I got, like, I got to imagine that happens a bit throughout your career, right? Yeah, yeah. definitely. Um, my problem is, is I'm like I have that kind of what rose-colored glasses naivety <laughs> like what like just oh. that i see i see i don't think it's gonna happen until it happens got you so even though it's happened so many times i still be like oh that's not gonna happen yeah yeah like, and then it happens and i'm like think? what yeah <laughs> i can't believe it you know but of course you know yeah um and that, again, that's one of the hard things about being an independent artist as a female yeah. is having to deal with that and not having someone to buffer. Are you or manageable? <laughs> no, it's a question I, I ask every artist because I I'm firmly don't believe all artists are like I don't I don't think it's necessary for all artists to be managed. Yeah. I think most most artists most artists are really asking for an assistant. As opposed to like a manager. Yeah, I don't need a, ma yeah. a manager, especially like with branding and mm -hmm. that kind of thing. I know how I want to be portrayed and yeah. what I want to put out there um, because I try and do what's natural. Yeah. You know, I'm not trying to be something or right, create right. something, which I think sometimes an outside source would be like, oh, this is sellable. Right. Let's do this. Right. Where I'm like, I'm not trying to sell something, even though ultimately we all want to sell it. Right. But I'm just trying to do what comes naturally as an artist. Yeah. Um, but I don't really want an assistant, but I, I would like <laughs> a teammate. <laughs> okay. That can do things that I can't as far as networking and connect connections and, you know, opening doors that. I don't have access to. So that would have to begin, right? Right. So most likely, right, that has to begin with someone who's a fan of your music. Right? They have to be. They have to be. They have so, to believe in what. Right. Because that's how they decide, like, I'm going to be on the team. Right. Right. Yes. Instead of starting, like, their own team or doing something else, right? Exactly. Because, uh, and, and trust me, I truly believe, like, um, like a number two at the business is just as value. Like it's, there is really no difference. The value in a number two is huge, right? right. In fact, that's why I say I don't want an assistant. I want yeah. a teammate because I don't even see it as like number two because yeah. it's like 
something that I can't do. Yeah. That is necessary. Yeah. You know, because um, I can't do it all. Were you? Uh, really? <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because then I can control it. <laughs> do you feel like... Um, yeah, that man, that's just like finding a relationship there, right? right. Like, and it's the same thing. It's the same. Right back to the same spot. <laughs> so, yeah, I figure. Same I, problem. I figure, like, well, let's put that out there, right? Let's put that vibe out there. There's somebody out there who's your fan, that and they hit. feel like they they could fit into that role somehow. Give it a shot. Yeah, I'm definitely open. She's very nice. She's very nice. She'll talk to you on Instagram. <laughs> right? I'm nice until you don't do what you say. Yeah. And then I'm definitely so be not careful. that nice. So be careful. Be cautious. It really bothers me when people right. say they're going to do something and don't. It's Dude, just... that's, I mean, what a fucking business to have. Like, <laughs> I mean, you're in the business that was built on that, I right? Know, it's so hard. Yeah. It really is like... Yeah, man, that's one of the hardest aspects of it, you know, because the creative aspect, no problem. Where, where, how do you, I, I just asked our last guest uh, this question, like, how do you, how do you continue to see the hope in people? Like, how do you continue to see, like, the good parts of people after seeing, like, being in a business where the, the bad parts get exposed so often, right? It's really, um, so one of the natural laws that I've experienced sure. is for every, um, you know, kick in the stomach, knockdown, you agree. know, shitty thing that happens, yep. something else beautiful and supportive, right. you know, someone else comes. Everything comes finds, it, finds its balance. Right. Right. So, you know, that's. That's why I, I don't give up hope that there yeah. are people that, you know, get it, that get it and that will follow through. And it's just a matter of who. Have you picked up? Um, what are some of the some of your like cool um, practices to keep your state of mind? Because like you said, you could be in a fucking blizzard somewhere, <laughs> freezing your ass off going like, what did I like, what is, where do you go in your mind to, like, find, like, what's your happy place? <laughs> <laughs> um, whiskey and weed. <laughs> whiskey and weed. I mean, it works. <laughs> um, those, those help. Yeah. But, um, honestly, it's, it's those moments on stage. Yeah. You know, really yeah. feed it, it gets you almost to the next one. It right? does, because yeah. there are there there have been moments where I was just like, "Whoa!" Like, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know yeah. about all this. But then I get back on stage and have that feeling again, and I'm like, "Oh, this." Yeah, that's right. This is why. Yeah, this is what it's worth. It. <sighs> it's such a fucking drug. <laughs> I mean, it's uh, it so is. Yeah. And I mean, because there's just nothing like that live experience. Yeah. It's not, you know, writing and being in the studio and, you know, yeah. networking and all that. It's fun. and. But most artists, if they didn't have to do that, they wouldn't. They just create art all the time. Yeah. Yeah. But that, yeah, but 
performing live and finding that sweet spot, you know, it definitely yeah. like that's because that's also where you connect with people in the most real present way. Yeah. Because you, you, having someone be like, oh, yeah, I listened to your song. That was great. It's not the same as when you're singing it and you can look them in the eye. And are they, though, it. are they our outlet? You know what I mean? Like, sure, we like, OK, if I'm on stage, right, I understand that I'm having an exchange and we've all had those moments, at least performers have. You've had that moment where it, it, it feels like electricity, like you can feel I, they're right here with me, mm -hmm. but they're with me. Like, they're literally with me. Like, I can take this crowd wherever I want. Because that's the spot you're looking for. That mm -hmm. sweet spot is that spot mm -hmm. where I'm going to create this experience for all of you. Right. How much of a, a two-way street is that? <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm, I'm just trying to keep us honest. As artists, like, is there is a part of that, right? That we are, like... Well, it's interesting. Soaking that in. Because we also don't know what it's like to experience our own art. Right. You know. And we never will. We never will. Right. And, you know, sometimes I will have like those down times where, you know, I'm questioning things. But then I'll have someone be like, oh, like, this is what happened yeah. to me when I experienced your art, you know. And it reminds me like, wow, like. I may think I'm not making any impact at all sure. or that this is just for me, you know, mm -hmm. but then someone will share with me how it did affect them. Yeah. And it reminds me, okay, like, cause it, what a it, weird job. It, right? it, cause, weird it, cause job. it is, can be so lonely and isolating yeah. and cause even having those magic moments on the stage, it's about you and stuff, but you don't know what you're giving yeah and i i have definitely um you know i credit those moments for a lot of my healing you know what i mean like i heal in those moments like they are healing me whether they are um voluntarily giving up energy for me right and they don't know what that's for like right? mm -hmm. for them this is for them mm -hmm. right like i'm here at this concert for me to enjoy this thing and right. this person's just doing these things that i like right um but yeah in me i think that's where i find like that's when i'm okay with it the most when i'm present and i understand like wow like I feel like I owe them sometimes. You know what I mean? Like when I'm getting that energy, I'm like, because you got me through, you're getting me to the next thing. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. So I feel like when we can manifest something that just alters a mood, we can't really expect more than that. Right? Because af after that, it's not in our control. Right? right? We give it to them and... I mean, dude, like you said, like we, we'll never be able to experience our own art. You have, we don't really know how they take it in, True. right? Like we, yeah, like we're looking for when you're on stage, you know what you're looking for. When you look out at the crowd, you just some level of enjoyment. <laughs> Are you guys enjoying this? Cool. All right. Cool. Like, you know, oh, they clapped out. Yes. Yeah. But beyond that, like we don't know what's happening inside. On the inside. And sometimes you, it looks 
like nothing's happening. Yes. And then later you we find talk out about that all the time that really they were going through a lot. Well, you're performing in LA, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's going to happen for sure because <laughs> that's the LA crowd. The LA crowd is like arms crossed, like mm. mm-hmm. like I've told Eddie. I don't know how many times this happened. Big crowds, small crowds, where I'll be performing. I'm looking out to the crowd, and I make the mistake of locking eyes with the one person who looks like they're not, like they'd rather be anywhere else, right? Right. And then I have to, I keep like, why do I keep looking? Why do I want to make that person so happy, right? And then after, it never fails. That person comes over and goes, oh, man, you know, I really love the show. And that's just how they were taking it in. Like, I had this, I was already placing an expectation on them. This is how you need to take in my art. Right. Right? Mm -hmm. But the reality is we don't control any of that part. Mm -hmm. Right? They take it in. I mean, you've been, you've undoubtedly been soundtracks to tons of people's experiences that you have no No idea. idea. Right. Yeah. That's a trip. Yeah, that's a trip. <laughs> Don't be doing dirty shit to my music, people. It's not for that. Well. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, yeah, I guess. Who am I to say? <laughs> Once again, sorry to be so controlling. Okay, so what what comes for the rest of this year? Where are you at? I mean, are you going out again? I do not have a plan, which yeah. is unusual for me. Wow. I'm usually like... Oh, breaking news. Yeah, three, four months ahead um just because this tour in particular was so all-consuming yeah um i kind of just wanted to see what would happen (laughs) yeah (laughs) which is you know like yeah yeah that's not my usual way of going about it um so there's just been so many levels of to you man seriously seriously like props to you that's I think that's such a beautiful thing, like when people are able to to seek freedom in that way. You know what I mean? Because I kind of, I feel, at least through my experiences in life, like it's kind of the point. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like there is no better way to seek that freedom than through this journey, at least for me. And, you know, I know you can relate. So, um, and I've seen enough people not do it. And that's heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. It's crushing to watch that happen, you know? And I don't know, again, I was talking to the last guest, like, uh, shout out to DJ FM, by the way. Um, like, do you ever grow out of it? You know what I mean? Is it something to grow out of, you know? I don't, I, I'd, at this point, the odds are against that it is, for me at least, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't see it shutting off. Right. You know, every year it's, the desire grows a little bit more, you know? For me, yeah, it, it's, it, um, tran- transforms. Yeah. It, yeah, like, from what I... That's a good, yeah, that's a good way to put think it. think I'm going towards into what actually becomes. Yeah. You know, and, like, I couldn't have guessed how this tour would actually change me in the ways that it has. Yeah. You know, I just didn't anticipate it at all. But I knew that it was an investment that I needed to make. Ooh, what are some of the what are some of the changes you're already experiencing? I mean, you're on your you're nearing your last night of the tour. Yeah, you've been out there. What are what are some of the big lessons? 
definitely like some deeper levels of surrender. Yeah. Of just um, being willing to plant seeds without needing to know what the effect is. That's so awesome. That's awesome. That's big. It's scary. It's very relevant <laughs> to what Eddie and I have been talking about a lot lately. Yeah. That's very relevant. Um, and I didn't anticipate that. I th- yeah. I definitely thought it would affect me in a different way, you yeah. know. Um, but I'm okay with it, you know. Yeah. And because <laughs> that's surrender, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, and... You know, I mean, going to so many different countries and meeting different people uh, in all of those places, um, you also, it just opens your mind to, like, how similar we all are. Like, yeah. No matter where you go. Yeah, you get to see it firsthand. Mm-hmm. Mm. What was your favorite, what was your favorite spot? Oh... That's so hard because they're all so different. Give me a, give me top two where you're like, if I had to go back tomorrow, I'm going back here. Korea was definitely really oh, I want to go so fire. bad. Yeah. Yeah. They party hard. <laughs> that's, that's, that's on the list. Yeah. And they, they, they have a lot of enthusiasm. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely for, for music and for like, like the wave of what's coming. That's dope. You know, um. Because I don't think Korea's necessarily been considered like a front runner of like setting the standard, right? You like know? a cultural, yeah. But from what I saw, like people were the most tuned in, yeah. There, you I know, mean, style wise, they've been able to break artists over here this this past year. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? That was never heard of mm-hmm. in the past, and now they've figured something out. So definitely, like the vibe there was. I I definitely dug it. Um, How was the food? Korean barbecue is so yummy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wanted to eat it like every day. But you also, you drink um, this wine called soju. Oh, I've heard of it. Yes. And um, it's it's pretty fun. But it's you, pretty strong, right? It's pretty strong. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, a, it's the, the custom, you know, is you basically, yeah. like, you take a bite and you take a shot. So... Wow. Things yeah, things get fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> are you uh are you a good drunk? I think I am. I don't have you heard I mean, have you heard <laughs> otherwise? I mean you know if you're not. Yeah, I'm definitely I d I don't get like blackout yeah. drunk. Are right, what does your personality change at all? I, I, I become silly. Okay. I'm a silly yeah, that's not drinker. Bad. Yeah. That's I definitely don't get angry and throw, yeah. throw furniture or anything like that's that. Good. <laughs> that's good. That's um, good. But um, the UK was also really a really dope show. It was small. Yeah. But everybody that was there was like significant. Yeah. You know, and, and really into it and really appreciate it what I was doing. That's um, dope. So that was like a really cool experience. Also just to have that, like it doesn't have to be a huge show. Right. In order for it to really matter. That's true. You know, and, um, that's absolutely true. Met some really awesome people there that, you know, I like support me. Yeah. Tenfold, you know, like that's if awesome. I called them up, they're like, got you, you know, kind of thing. So that was also like a really great experience, especially coming out of Iceland. <laughs> <laughs> How was Iceland? Iceland, um, 
I mean, what's the scene like there? The scene is very closed off. Yeah. Um, and it's really hard to break into if you don't know somebody personally. Yeah. Um, I think as a country and culturally, they've been like that just right because of the nature right. of it and the natural way. Right, the natural way. Yes. <laughs> um, and they have, you know, I think they have been opening up more so, but it's definitely it's hard to get in that's dope that you went though that's super dope i've always wanted to go to iceland why because it, it just sounds awesome <laughs> so right? iceland, iceland. <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah that's a well good i have like good scandinavian blood you no. know i know you can't yeah. tell right <laughs> <laughs> so um and it, um were people tall there not necessarily. No. Mm-mm. Who's the tallest country? I would say you're tall. How tall are you? I'm six feet. So uh, yeah. I went to Oslo. Is definitely yeah. Yeah. It, it, I felt natural. I felt it. natural there. Korea. I definitely felt like a giant. Yeah, I bet. I thought I might, mm-hmm. but I I did. Yeah. <laughs> 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 like I was like, oh, will it really matter? You know, <laughs> will I really feel that different in and that culture? Like, yes, and yes. I, I <laughs> just walking down the street. You yeah, know, I just bet. Ahead of us, almost everybody. Yo, so do you? You go back to Austin after this, right? Mm-hmm. Is it hard to settle back in when you've been gone like that? Does um, it feel like? Because you you've you've you gotta like switch your mind from yeah like go 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 not not really I I'll let you I'll call you and let okay. you know yeah but in general I'm usually like right now I'm I'm ready to go you're home. ready yeah yeah I'm yeah. ready to go home and be with my son and yeah. I work as a nanny yeah. in Austin and which is also how I funded my tour good God. was working as a nanny so if there's anyone out there who's like I can't do that. Like, yeah. if I could do it on babysitting money. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, what's your excuse? Like, really? You know? What's your excuse? <laughs> what are you doing with your life? <laughs> what are you doing? But I love, I love hanging out with babies and that, that lifestyle yeah. as well. And it's a good balance. But I've also, yeah, beca- yeah. because <clears throat> I've been a mom the whole time I've been an artist, I've never really had the option of just like, this is all I do. Yeah, right. Um, so it's always split. It's always split. Yeah. And I've always, you know, like I used to wake up at 5 a.m. before my son woke up to, yeah. ri- to write, you know, and so I've just always figured out ways of how to mix the two together. That is, I think it's, I think just think that's beautiful. Like I really do. I feel like that it's, uh, I want more people to find that. You know what I mean? Like it, it's, it's always something that I'm, wanting to help people f- to find that thing because i think people do think oh if i have a job i can't also yeah. be an artist or whatever fill in any <clears throat> excuse right right but i think you know if you really want if you really want to you can find a way yeah to it's to make it all work it's dope knowing you you're a walking example of what i hope you know people can reach for um tell people how they can get in touch with you what what they should be looking out for. So on this tour, one Mm -hmm. of the other things um, that I did is in each city, I released a song. Yes. 
Um, so that by the end of the tour, it's a whole album. Nice. So right now it's on Bandcamp, but yeah. when I finish the tour, I'll put it up on Spotify and, and everywhere. So yeah. please go and listen to that. Yes. <laughs> share it. Share it. Share it. Share it. Share, share it. it. <laughs> I don't even care if you buy it. Yes, share it. Share it, you know, and listen. Um, so that's kind of the, the newest mm-hmm. Um, thing that I've been like literally putting out. Yes. Um, and I'm really proud of of what this these new songs. Um, I think they're the most relevant to who I am right now. That's awesome. Um, <clears throat> and then on the tour, I filmed several music videos. Okay. So those will be dropping in the months coming out. We're gonna get those right. Yes, you're, you're saying it right now. I'll okay. Send them to you. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, if, if you yeah, if you're listening to this, <laughs> go over to platformcollection.com. See if she kept her word. <laughs> if not, it was because it was unnatural. <laughs> but I I released a music video last week, gotcha. which hopefully um, you could yes con- send it over. link it um, connected to this interview. Um, but that one's called Faded. Yeah. And. Uh, so that's my most recent release is that music video and, and the songs from from the tour. And then yeah, I don't I don't know what the next project will be. Um I have a uh, well I, I do have an idea actually. <laughs> I was gonna say, yes you do. <laughs> so a really dear friend of mine, um, who he's on a couple of these songs on this project and on the project before the enchantment project, um, Kuali, um, he had sent me a handful of beats, um, that will probably be the next project, but he actually just passed right right before the tour. Rest in peace. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And and he's brilliant producer and artist himself. Um, yeah. It was a motorcycle accident. Oh, my God. Yeah, just two days before the tour, actually. Good God. Which was an interest, another interesting element yeah. to my whole process during the tour. Because Added some weight. Right? I was grieving, yeah. and he was involved in the project. So there's just constant reminder of that aspect. And that brought a whole other level of realness yeah. you know, to the tour and, and the music. Um, but I have a... A handful of beats um, that he had sent me that I, I would really like to put out there. That's awesome. So I think that's what what will come this fall. Yeah. But in the meantime, you know, look for those other music videos. Right. And there's plenty in the catalog. And there's plenty in the catalog. Right. So uh, at Meganoki? Meganoki.com. Okay. Um, and Instagram and Facebook, Meganoki. Yes. So find me. Say hi. Yeah, send me a message. Yes. And if you would like to... <laughs> join the ride <laughs> and it's natural for you <laughs> and you don't mind if it's more quiet um, <laughs> less quiet less quiet yes <laughs> gotta keep things yes, less quiet Oki, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen thank you so much thanks for thank you so much for we'll the talk interview. soon it's great to see you you too thank you no let's go let's go Turn to enemy, look at me like it's the end We carry on, carry these bones again I know that you 
super dope man i really really enjoyed you know listening to her yeah it, it was it, you know what was interesting and this was off air like when we were saying our goodbyes because we didn't really get to chill with her to well look i'll tell you guys when you sit down and have like you know an hour-long conversation with somebody in the way that we do you we're basically having a conversation that we would be having anyways right so we when we're with these people, we are chilling. A lot of times we're just like, okay, interview's over, hug, goodbye. Because we've literally been there for an hour. It's mm-hmm. not like we were pretending to do something and then it's over. Like we were ha- having a real conversation that you guys get to listen to. And it was it was really cool. And uh, as I was telling Meg goodbye, she was like, man, if I lived in L.A., you know, I'd, I would definitely hang out with you guys. And. I totally feel the same. I mm-hmm. feel like she's course, yeah. somebody that we've known for a while. We talked to her about how much she reminds us of Bonnie Blue. So I think they should do a tour together, Bonnie yeah. Blue and Megan Oki. Link up with her, Bonnie. Yeah, they're like they're very much kindred spirits. There's a lot of things. I mean, you could you just heard about her her tour. That's insane. Yes. That is insane for most people unless you're Megan Oki, and then that's normal life. Mm-hmm. That's that is something uh, that's truly admirable about her. She sees uh, her goals and she goes after them. And I got to salute her for that. Check out Meganoki. Support everything she does. Make sure you support us by going over to platformcollection.com, listening to music, telling your friends about the site, telling your friends about the podcast network. And make sure you rate us, like us, subscribe. All that good stuff, right, Eddie? Yeah, tell everybody about us. Yeah. Any podcast app, you can find us. Crappy Awesome. Mm-hmm. Check it out. We out. You may not flush the toilet.